I got one life, got a made up mind, one time to live, one time to die, I gotta make my one count, one life, got a made up mind, one time to live, one time to die, I gotta make my one count, one life. Hey. Praise the Lord. This is Taylor preaching Jesus the Christ. You're listening to the One Life Podcast via MadeUpMind.com. Wherever you're listening, whatever device you have turned on and charged up, however you're sitting, standing, walking, running, working, driving, my prayer is that you are now being greeted with the love and truth of Jesus Christ. Today's podcast is called Three kinds doomed. Three kinds doomed. We will be reading primarily out of Revelation 21 27, the King James Version. Before we begin, I would like to pray. Bow your heads with me now. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that your word would reach every person who is sincere in their hearts. If it is the Middle East, If it is Russia, if it is Asia, if it is South Asia, if it is Africa, if it is Latin America, if it's all these islands that are east or west or south of the United States, if it is Canada, I don't even care, Lord, if it is right here in America. May your word be all powerful, all mighty over and above every condition, every hostile uh, demeanor, every proud look, Lord, every confused mind. God, may your word penetrate the heart of the one who is sincere. If they are sincerely lost, if they are sincerely seeking, if they are sincerely doubting, if they are sincerely in sin, may your word reach That one in Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Three kinds doomed. Now I do a lot of Bible translations if you've already been listening, but King James is what I usually stick to. Um, As I've said many times in a men's group years ago, I memorized a lot and I just don't want to lose. That's a lot of work. So let's read Revelation 21, 27, King James version. Again, Revelation 21, 27, King James version. And it reads, and there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever work of abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Revelation 21, 27, King James Version. This is a verse that's talking about the new Jerusalem, heaven. So this is talking about there shall in no wise enter into it, meaning heaven. Heaven has been glamorized, popularized in cartoons and our culture and sitcoms and movies and songs. It has been popularized and made into something that it is not. 
Heaven is not with these little cupid little babies with wings. If you go to a funeral, it don't matter how much of a hoodlum a person has lived. It don't matter how many uh, uh, sleeping around episodes a person has lived. They're going to put the person on a nice, smiling, good looking picture. And that picture oftentimes has wings on the back of that person. In other words, they want to signify that, hey, this person is in heaven. I just seen a movie on movies. They always say, oh, I know grandpa's looking down on us and he's watching everything we do. So we see how one who did not invent heaven or even the human being is sitting and, and declaring to the world what heaven is. That's like me trying to tell somebody uh, uh, the ingredients of Pepsi. I didn't create Pepsi. I don't work at Pepsi. I don't have stock in Pepsi. I have no idea how to make Pepsi, but I'm the one who is trying to be the authority and the say so of Pepsi. People do this with Jesus Christ, the Bible, Christianity every day. So let me read this verse one more time and let's get into this podcast. Revelation 21, 27, King James Version. You need to hear this from the horse's mouth. This is God talking. Hear it from his mouth. Scratch off all the popularized and glamorized and fantasized ideologies about heaven. And let's read from the master's lips right now. Revelation 21, 27, King James Version. One more time. And there shall in no wise enter into it. In other translations, it says it a little bit differently where we will read here in a little bit. Anything that defileth neither whatsoever work of abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Let's read some different translations. Everybody don't read King James. That's okay. There are, I believe, about 40 different Bible translations. They, they, don't, they don't disagree, but they just use, uh, they've been translated in such a way where various people groups and places all over the world can know the truth. Okay. Let's read the TLB, the living Bible translation, same verse, revelation 21, 27, no, nothing evil will be permitted in no one immoral or dishonest, but only those whose names are written in the lamb's book of life. God does not have to say a million words to try and describe every type of person. It's like uh, protein. Protein is in our bodies. We have hair, all types of hair, colors and textures. We have fingernails, different shades and shapes and thicknesses and so on and so forth. The whole entire human race that has ever existed has had hair and fingernails based off of one thing, and that's protein. That's how the Bible is. God don't have to say uh, he got to call out every person. This is kind of what the, the LGBTQAIS2 plus and those who sleep around and anybody who's in sin like to do with God. Well, God didn't say he didn't call out my sin, so he ain't talking to me. Dishonest or immoral are very broad words. God already knows they're, they're umbrellas or big old containers or pools that qualify countless people. Okay. 
Let's keep reading. New Living Translation, same verse. Nothing evil will be allowed to enter, nor anyone who practices shameful idolatry and dishonesty, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Notice the slight differences and slight variations and God trying to articulate through various translations what he requires, what the standard is. Let's read out of the NASB, New, New American Standard Bible. Same verse, and nothing unclean and no one who practices abomination and lying shall ever come into it but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Only those. Let's look at HCSB, the Holman Christian Standard Bible, same verse. Nothing profane will enter into it. No one who does what is vile or false, but only those who's who only those written in the Lamb's book of life. You're starting to see a trend but we're trying to be the word inclusive. We, we trying to make sure the smoking, drunken, alcoholic, lying, you name it, person is not missed when we read this text. Because these are times when a person doesn't want to be included. But God says, no, 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 no. You want an inclusive culture. So we're going to include everybody, lottie dottie, everybody like the military. All right, let's keep reading God's word translation. Same verse, nothing unclean, no one who does anything detestable and no liars will ever enter it. Only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life will enter it. Let's read the expanded Bible translation. Same verse, nothing unclean, impure, profane or common. And no one who does shameful, detestable, abominable things or tells lies will ever go into it. Only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book or scroll of life will enter the city. Do you see how broad liars is? Do, do you notice that God in his word right here does not say age? God don't say, uh-huh, except if you're four years old or under, you can pass. Do you notice God does not say, uh, except only those who are a certain height or skin color, only those who have a certain genetic makeup. Do you notice how this does not have that clause included in what we're reading? This is where the Bible says, if you're listening, 2 Corinthians 13, 5, let a man examine himself. Okay. Let's keep reading contemporary English version, same verse, but nothing unworthy will be allowed to enter. No one who is dirty minded or who tells lies will be there. Uh Oh, only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life will be in the city. Again, no one who is dirty minded or who tells lies will be there. So when you see these movies and people in pop culture, well, I'll see you in heaven. How can you say that? How can you say you will see a person in heaven? That's like me saying, oh, I'm going to see you at the uh, Beverly Hills Country Club. 
I'm living in North Carolina right now. How can I, I don't even know where it is. I, I don't have a million dollars in assets to even qualify to be a member at the Beverly Hills Country Club. I'm just throwing that out there. So how in the world, if I can't do that, how in the world do human beings dare to say who going to be in heaven and who ain't? God is saying, ain't going to be no guessing. Ain't going to be no scale. Ain't going to be no confusion where God have to scratch his head at some, some people who have been doing things all their life. And he got to try to think, hmm, should I let this person in? Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Taylor preaching Jesus on the One Life podcast via madeupmind.com. Share this podcast. Tell a friend. Download it. The word works when people hear it. Let God use you. Click that phone. Click that link. Check a few boxes and send it on WhatsApp. Your text. You know what to do. Let's keep reading. Revelation 21, 27. Amplified. The Amplified Classic Version, AMPC, but nothing that defiles or profanes or is unwashed shall ever enter it, nor anyone who commits abominations, unclean, detestable, morally repugnant things, or practices falsehood, but only those whose names are recorded in the Lamb's book of life. Listen to that word recorded. That means it already has to be in the book before you get there. This is why I say, having gone to some funerals, you have to be dead before you dead. If that makes sense, your life should speak of your death before you die. That way, we ain't got to lie and, and, and put uh, some clean uh, uh, flowers around a dirty pimp's casket. We, we don't have to lie and act like, you know, uh, uh, Susie didn't sleep around as much as she did. We, we don't have to trick the family and try to come up with some cliche or some quick poem because little Junebug was a hoodlum and he died in his hoodlumness. We, we, we got to stop doing that. That's why I don't like funerals, because all people going to do for the most part is lie. Yes, I know as a human being, it's a sad time to lose a loved one, somebody you cared about, no matter how they live. If they was a, you know, some some really high ranking sins, let's just say that if they was a molester, a, a, a dirty person who was, you know, a, a, a murderer or some drug person. If you had a relationship with that person, if they were family, grief has to run its course. So by no means am I saying it's wrong to grieve for somebody you love. However, the truth should be spoken. So here's my advice real quick on that tidbit funerals. Just don't say nothing about the eternity part. Leave that alone. If you can't tell the truth, don't speak on it. Just talk about Joey was nice. It was cool growing up with him. And that's the end of it. But don't you dare say when you know this joker never lived for Jesus and died in a drug uh, robbery because that's what he'd been doing. He didn't live for Jesus. Oh, I know that Joey is living. Uh, don't you say that. Don't you say that. Stick with a family uh, script and leave the truth alone. That's my own tidbit. Let's keep it moving. Okay. 
Now, I just read to you nine different translations actually tend to include the King James of Revelation 21, 27. Let me let me let me give you this illustration. Diplomas are given only to those who meet the requirements of the institution granting the degrees, not the famous, not the funniest, not the one with the most social media hits, not the prettiest, not the richest, not the strongest, not the one with the best business, not the one who 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 uh, who has the most liked car, not the most popular, not the most liked. Any of any one of these can be true without having met the requirements of the institution. None of these things overrides the standard of requirements set by the institution. No degree, no admission. Do you hear what I just said? This is what we as humans like to do. All you got to do is go to a real courtroom. You can get on YouTube and watch these gangsters get life sentences. Four life sentences, he starts crying. The courtroom is quiet because they want to give that person what they deserve. And you know what? Everybody in the courtroom, pretty much for the most part, is pleased because this person, hey, he killed 10 people. You know, he ran from the police. And, you know, after 10 years of a crime spree, he got what he got. Everybody's like, man, I'm finally glad justice is served. Now, let's take that same man, put him on the stand. Judge is like, well, you know, uh, uh, Ray J, I know that you've been a criminal, but, uh, you know, it's just, we're, we're going to give you two months. Okay. I know you killed 10 people. It's been 10 years. I'm sure. I'm sure you didn't really mean what you were doing. As a matter of fact, uh, you just, you know, didn't have enough water that day. A little slightly dehydrated and that's what, uh, contributed to your decision. So I'm going to extend mercy to you, brother. We're just going to give you two months. Can you do two months in the county jail? And then we'll let you go. Man, they'll kill that dude and probably the judge before the week is over with. In other words, people love when justice is served. People don't like when justice is not served. This is on earth. So how dare we tell God? God do not have justice to be served. The problem is people, one, don't think they're sinful. So they think, how dare God try to put me in hell or how dare God not let so-and-so into heaven? That's my grandmama. Let her in, Jesus. That's what we like to do. But let's keep reading the Bible. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tay Love preaching Jesus the Christ. You're listening to the One Life Podcast via Made Up Mind. Dot com. Let's read a verse that I just read or just quoted a second ago to help us bring this point a little bit closer to our faces. Second Corinthians 13, five King James says, examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? Here's the thing, folks. 
You know, I, I've done a whole lot of evangelism in my tenure of serving Jesus. This year will be 25 years serving Jesus. Block parties, apartments, stores, uh, fairs, uh, you know, just randomly here or there. I'm going to tell you something. When you bring up the subject of Jesus Christ, if it's a sunny day, it is as if it just start pouring down raining for the great majority of people. Do you know why that happens? People run. They got to answer their phone. They, you, you know, it, it, people's faces uh, uh, turn red. People get mad. People stick up middle fingers. It, you, do, you, do you know why that happens? Because like this verse suggests, test yourselves. Paul then says, do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? These people, when evangelizing, get upset, hostile because they already know who Jesus is and who Jesus is not to them. If they opened their heart and showed you the prime seat of their existence, Jesus Christ would not be sitting there. That seat has been replaced and well worn in by sports. Gambling, career, pleasure, you name it. This is the reason people respond the way that they do when evangelizing. We need a holy and righteous judge because all some people got to do is call their uncle's cousin's brother and who sits on the DA office uh, council and a call can be made with the little cash app money and then people get off. They get their justice, but victims don't get theirs. That's why we need a holy and righteous judge. One who does not discriminate, as the Bible would say in various places, God is no respecter of persons. The Bible says God shows no partiality. In other words, his holiness is undeterred. His righteousness is unblemished. He, he, it's infallible. It's, it's incorruptible. We, we can't corrupt God, pimp God, uh, manipulate God because we want a certain outcome. This is the problem with the prosperity gimmick. I got plenty of uh, YouTube videos on that. You can check that out uh, on my YouTube channel. Prosperity gimmick. Okay. That's really trying to manipulate God and manufacture from God hand, taking from God hand what you think you should have and deserve. But let's move on. Let's look at this same verse. We're trying to make a point, folks. I hope you are still at the pot while it's simmering. All right. Second Corinthians 13, five uses the word in the King James Version. Indeed. He says, do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? Indeed, that's the King James New Living Translation, same verse. You have failed the test of genuine faith. The Living Bible says, or are you just pretending to be Christians when actually you aren't at all? Amplified says, unless you are counterfeits, disapproved on trial and rejected. 
unless indeed you fail the test and are rejected as counterfeit. That's Amplified and Amplified Classic. Here's what the King James says. Okay. The King James says, that must be New King James. This is the King James. Except ye be reprobates. Reprobates. Let's dive into that word a little bit. Because you got to remember, if I compare myself to Ted Bundy, to uh, Gary Ridgeway, to Jeffrey Dahmer, to the DC sniper, and 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 that uh, what's that that Nassar gymnast uh, dude who had all them two hundred ladies, to R. Kelly or Bill Cosby or Russell Simmons or, or or Harvey Weinstein, if I compare myself to people like that, hey, I ain't so bad. I ain't so dirty. But here's the thing, folks. Jesus is his own standard. God is his own standard. As one brother said in the Christian rap song, God came and met his own standard. When I compare myself to the only standard that allows you to get into heaven and have your name recorded and written in the Lamb's Book of Life, then I can be, in the eyes of God, a reprobate person. Most people are reprobates. They don't follow Jesus. And today is so much more obvious how America and the world is becoming more and more godless. The words of Paul in 2 Timothy 3 and 2 Timothy 4 and the words of Jesus in Matthew 24 and Matthew 25, these words are becoming forefront and center, billboard size, font, loud and clear. So you might be saying, okay, brother, what is a reprobate? Here are some words for reprobate, and this is going to end our time on three kinds doomed one. So there will be a follow up to this because I, I listen, I understand how things go, but we want to give it to you like this so you can chew on it, meditate on it, look into some things that might have jumped in your mind or, you know, follow the, the spirit of God's quickenings in your heart and return to continue learning. That's how growth is. So what is a reprobate? A reprobate. Here are some words in the word web of reprobate. All right. Reprobate is defined as an unprincipled or depraved person. Unprincipled. You don't have anything to stand on. That would really serve as the opposite of the theme. Do what thou wilt. Do what thou wilt. Or the saying, live and let live. That is an unprincipled person or depraved person. Depraved is like a really dark black evil. The word depraved is an attempt to put a harness on the word evil. Okay. Reprobate is also defined as scoundrel, rogue. Here's a term morally corrupt. How about depraved? We already said that. Dishonest, foreordained to damnation. Wow. Reprobate mean 
If you live in a certain way, you're already condemned. This goes along with Jesus's words in John 3, 16. We know this is so famous. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn it, but that through him the world might be saved. 18. And this is the condemnation that whosoever believeth not on Jesus Christ is already condemned. You're already a reprobate, which means foreordained to damnation. Now, I want to tell you, if you're alive and you heard what I just said, if that's you, Romans 8 and 1 says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And you should keep reading Romans 8, 1 through 14. It's a beautiful text, a great contrast of life without Jesus and life with Jesus. But that is a decision that no one can make for you. I can't make that decision for my very own children. I can't open up their mouth and speak from their heart as to who Jesus is to them. This is the problem that a great majority of Christian parents make. You assume because you're churching your kid to death that Jesus is Lord in their heart. And you are sadly mistaken when they show up and say, hi, mom, I want you to call me Barbie. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, let's leave that alone. Foreordained to damnation, to condemn strongly as unworthy, unacceptable, or evil. If you ever work in a production plant of any kind, whether it's food, shoes, clothes, they're going to have a quality team or quality process. These people go through and they check processes and products that are uh, 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 unacceptable. It can be one little ding, one little speck, and they will say this is unacceptable because even that ding or that speck or that wrinkle or that little bitty faded little thing is unacceptable. It must be rejected because it is not the standard. So do you see what I'm saying? How can a person have enough sense to go to a job every day doing that with products, yet they question God who says he wants a church without a spot or a wrinkle? Let's keep going, folks. Reprobate, to begin to behave in an independent or uncontrolled way that is not authorized, normal, or expected reprobates did you hear what i just said to behave to begin to behave in an independent or uncontrolled way that is not authorized normal or expected here's the thing people many years ago i had a song called everything made has a maker do you know you don't determine what is normal expected or uh, authorized because you did not create yourself. This is the problem with the trans movement. Now, here's the thing. Trans people, whatever, you can do whatever you want to do. If you want to go bang your head inside, upside a wall and knock yourself out, you can do that. People get tattoos. 
They get all kind of body changes where they inject a uh, little um, uh, gel into their butts and their lips and people do all types of stuff. So if you if you that way, you can do whatever you want to do. You can mutilate yourself if you want to, because when you cut yourself, no one feels the pain It's you. So that's not what we're saying here. What we're saying is the the problem with trans and LGBT and, you know, various other groups, it is not controlled, authorized, normal or expected by God. When is the last time a dog rode up the pet smart and said, hello, can you help me? I think I'm a cat in a dog's body. Meow, meow. We, 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 that sounds ridiculous. Like we're watching a cartoon. Well, what in the world do you think? How is it any different with the trans? That's like me going to the doctor saying, Hey doctor, I really feel like I'm a white person. Can you give me a skin treatment? Cause this is the wrong skin color. I don't know what happened at birth, but I need you to make my skin white. Come on, make me Caucasian. Hey, 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 listen, that is once again, not authorized, not normal, and not expected. Well, when we live and we act like reprobates, in the eyes of God, it is not normal, it is not authorized, it is out of control, and it is not expected. Last verse, and that's going to conclude three kinds doomed one. We got to do this again, part two, I know. Man, we could go for hours. Listen, I used to preach Jesus 12, 13, 14 hours a day. Hey, listen, I'm not saying that you want that long of a podcast, but prayerfully, this word is provoking thought. Prayerfully, the spirit of God is beginning to quicken. Prayerfully, your heart is being stimulated. Prayerfully, your spirituality is being renewed. Prayerfully, you are looking in your spiritual mirror and you are beginning to examine your own self. Because I'm going to tell you something, names in the Lamb's book of life are individually added or removed. In other words, I can't say I'm with the so-and-so block. I'm with the so-and-so squad. I work at so-and-so company. No, 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 no. You were born in this world alone and you will die alone. God fearfully, wonderfully created you by himself and no one was there when he was forming you in your mother's womb. The Bible tells us in Psalm 139, before you were in your mother's womb, I says God knew you. That's how you're going to die. That's how you're going to stand before God. That's how your name is going to be added or removed from the Lamb's book of life. Let me leave you with this one verse. This is Revelation 22, 8, right next door. Revelation 22, 8, King James, it says, but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. This obliterates the whole quote unquote, oh, you're going to be separated from God. Oh, it's not going to be good for you. Can we just say what the Bible says? 
The Bible says it's a lake that's going to burn, not just burn, but with fire and brimstone. I want to leave you with that thought. Let's let's continue to look at things from the Lord Jesus Christ's perspective, from his view with the words of his mouth. This is how God see things. So, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with that verse to be continued three kinds doomed. This is Tay Love preaching Jesus the Christ. You're listening to the One Life Podcast via Made Up mind.com go to the website check it out share a video come on do something with your influence yes if you got three followers or 300 followers you got some kind of influence brother mother son co-worker something somebody you know somewhere needs to hear the word of god may god use you sharing uh, uh, uh this uh podcast until next time Get the trash bag, preach the gospel, make disciples of all, make disciples of all. One life, one death, one time. Make disciples, make disciples.